You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to the Trend Zone. Dave here with Casey. We're the Football Dudes and we're here to give you our expert insight, analysis, and opinions on the top trending stories in the NFL. Casey, are you ready, sir? Yes, my friend, I am red <laughs> Next stop, the Trend Zone. In today's episode, we'll talk about the Alliance of American Football and a Johnny Manziel sighting, some righteous bucks and new teams for some of the top free agents, some big names and big time trades, dude. And, of course, never too early to talk a little fantasy football implications as well as some big time QBs getting new addresses. And, oh, yeah. The NFL Draft 2019 right around the corner, dude. But before that, let's get started with the Tasty Nug for the people. Casey, what you got? Dave, real quick, let me just say I love that there is no offseason for the NFL. That <laughs> means right. we get to do the nugs year-round. And speaking of year-round, we are just 132 short days away from a Super Bowl 33 rematch. Dave, as the Atlanta Falcons what? and Denver Broncos will kick off the NFL's 100th season in the city where the league was born. That's right. Nice. The Falcons and Broncos are going to face off in the 2019 Hall of Fame game on Thursday, August 1st, 8 p.m. Eastern in Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. That's adjacent to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Dave, if you didn't know, it's right around the corner, brother. <laughs> I love the Thursday uh, start here, Casey, now that right. they swing swing that thing up. It's awesome. Uh, and, man, that is right around the corner, man. Uh, but to get us there... Uh, the minor league, the semi-pro league, the Alliance of American Football is off to uh, a pretty good start, dude. I'm, uh, I know both of us have talked about it a little bit. It's pretty, it's it's pretty impressive so far. Yeah, dude. Um, my best takeaway from it so far is like it's actually watchable. You know, yeah. I was concerned when it came in. Uh, Arena is not really watchable in the off season, but this is actually pretty good football. Yeah, I've tuned in. and I've watched ninety uh, percent of the games. Um, it started out a little slow offensively, but the uh, I think the offenses are coming around a little bit. Mm -hmm. We're not getting great quarterback play, but at least we're getting a spring league to help develop some of these quarterbacks, Dave, and as well as other positions. Yeah. Um, but we've been clamoring for this for the longest time, and it's yeah. finally here. And yeah, the since, NFL has embraced it, too. Exactly. Since the demise of NFL Europe, there there hasn't been a league to help quarterbacks develop, to help linemen, off, 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 offensive linemen in particular develop, and officiating, too. Uh, and all of those things have suffered in the NFL, and this is a great opportunity for guys to get a bunch of extra snaps under their belt. I love the contract structure, the three years, $250,000 for every player. Simplifies everything. Everybody goes in there. They're all on equal footing. They're putting together some film. Uh, and they're furthering their NFL careers. They're making a living doing it, man. And speaking of making a living, it's an it's really a reclamation project for a handful of guys to continue their football dreams. And that includes none other than Johnny Football himself, Johnny Manziel, dude. <laughs> that's right. He's uh, he's coming back in the league. He's going to the Memphis Express, and that's going to help because those guys are sitting at the bottom at one and five. But uh, <clears throat> I don't think uh, Coach Singletary is going to put up with any guff out of Manziel, so hopefully <laughs> he realizes this is an opportunity to try to get back into the NFL. But, Dave, we've seen a handful of guys that we think are going to have that opportunity to mention that uh, need a little better quarterback play, but one guy getting it done is Garrett Gilbert due to the Orlando Apollos. 
This guy is just under 59% uh, passing yeah. uh, completion percentage, but leading the league with 1,600 yards, 10 touchdowns. Dave, he's only got one interception. Yeah. That leads me to believe that this guy can get back into an NFL camp in the spring, uh, in the, the summer here, and that's one of the reasons, one interception, why the Apollos are leading the league at 5-1. and one. Yeah, I, as much as making the play, it's not making the mistake mm-hmm. uh, and, and getting it done there. Another guy that's jumped out at me that's has really had a nice uh, season so far, Charles Johnson. He's got 33 receptions, over 500 yards, averaging almost 16 yards a reception. Uh, he's been a guy that's jumped out. And former Aztec and your boy, Casey, drafted by your Cowboys, Cameron Kelly, uh, is also putting together some good films. He had a, a real uh, high-impact game uh, a couple weeks back where he had multiple picks in the same game and made a big difference in the game. Yeah, I would expect to see this guy back in the camp this summer. Um, just a, kind of a logjam at the position with the Cowboys, but I think you will be hearing about Cameron Kelly uh, this fall for sure. <clears throat> All right, dude. So let's move on to some free agency big names going to new teams. Uh, and none other than one of the biggest uh, right off the bat here. Um, Le'Veon Bell sat out all last year. Things got ugly in Pittsburgh. And he finally got his payday and his new football team. What do you think? Yeah, dude, it was funny because this wasn't one of the first signings we thought he would go right away. It was actually a couple days into the free agency frenzy that we I finally saw Bell get a new team, but that team that he got was the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 (laughs) and he's got a four-year deal, just over $52 million. Averages around 13 mil uh, per season, 35 guaranteed, max value of 61 mil, but Dave, didn't he turn down 14 million last year? Yeah, I think that, you know, if you're uh, evaluating this from the outside, I think you think that maybe Le'Veon ultimately will have less money in his bank account at the end of his career because of the maneuverings he's made here. Uh, But, you know, who knows? What if he'd have suffered a catastrophic injury, et cetera, et cetera. So here he is. Uh, The the good news here is the guaranteed money. um, That's money that he gets. Yeah, and probably some more opportunities there in New York City than he might have gotten in Pittsburgh. So maybe some stuff outside of yeah. football will help get a little money too. But Dave, they also did the Jets did another uh, huge favor to Bell on the other side of the ball. That was stealing C.J. Mosley from the uh, Ravens. Yeah, obviously a top-notch uh, linebacker. Five years, eighty-five million. They certainly paid for it. They had a ton of money, but fifty-one million guaranteed. Um, they're, they're definitely spending it up over there in New York, dude. But spending in New York is not exclusive to the Jets. No, dude. Um, and you know what? Uh, there would have been all this talk about the Cowboys going after Earl Thomas. Uh-huh. And uh, I was excited about that, uh, you know, the thought of that. But then I saw Landon Collins was the first guy that got signed in the safety mix. He Oof. left Giants. He's going to Washington. Yeah. He had a six-year deal at $84 million. When I saw those numbers come out, I was like, I know we are definitely not in the Earl Thomas race anymore because we're not spending that much money. Boy, and safeties were getting paid, dude. Yeah, that's when Earl Thomas stepped into that void there uh, and got his uh, deal in uh, uh, obviously collected Phone a pretty nice... Phone up, baby. People are calling in. <laughs> so, four years, $55 million, including $32 million for uh, Earl Thomas there. So... Um, Pretty nice uh, payday for Thomas, I- indeed. Uh, Landon Collins, though, with the gigantic six-year, $84 million deal, man. Not to mention, uh, down the list a little bit in the safeties is Tyron Matthew collecting a pretty nice three-year, $42 million uh, payday from the Chiefs. So safeties, after last year, sort of having to uh, sit tight <clears throat> and wait for it, there is the payoff here uh, this this offseason. 
And it sounds like, from, if you believe it, we were really close to having an Earl Thomas and Tyron Matthew uh, backfield there for the Chiefs. Uh, so I'm pretty sure you're happy that that didn't come to fruition. <laughs> yeah. The Chiefs, uh, they have plenty of things going for them. They don't need all that, Casey. Although, yeah, you know, uh, uh, like, w- you, the NFL hasn't traditionally had huge trades yeah. uh, in the offseason. But now, dude, these last couple of years, we've seen some mega deals go down, and I don't totally. think there was a bigger one than uh, the Antonio Brown trade just kind of like caught the whole league. We knew it was going to happen, but we didn't know it would be like this. Yeah, well, certainly Antonio Brown made enough of a stink there in Pittsburgh, and he found himself on the trading block as a result. And really, from from his perspective, everything really worked out exactly according to his plan because he got the gigantic payday he wanted. He also sort of sabotaged his trade value, so the team got getting him didn't give up as much in uh, the Raiders just giving up um, a third rounder and a fifth rounder. That's kind of unbelievable for the productivity that they can expect to get from him. And then they, uh, of course, tore up his old contract or essentially added uh, some some money to it, giving him three years, $50 million with $30 million guaranteed. So um, pretty awesome, awesome payday for Antonio Brown. Let's see how much he likes Oakland uh, slash uh, Las Vegas uh, compared to Pittsburgh. We'll see. It may be, maybe it's just what he needed. Yeah, and uh, obviously they, uh, the Raiders sent um, Amari Cooper to my Cowboys there, so they got that first-round draft pick. And now they add your guy, Terrell Williams, a receiver from the Chargers. I know you hate to see that guy go, but yeah, it's scary. But the Raiders are making moves. They also share up that offensive line. Um, you know, Mayock in this new regime with Chucky, man, uh, exciting things if you're a fan. Yeah, the they had... They had money to spend, and they have spent it. And it does seem like they're going to be a better football team on the field immediately as a result of this. Terrell Williams was uh, still an ascending player at, at just uh, 26 years old and a uh, very fast guy, too. So that's going to be a pretty exciting tandem to watch uh, and to see how um, Carr can do at quarterback. This might be his final opportunity uh, to uh, thrive in, in Oakland. Yeah, they just got to do uh, good on some of those 57 uh, draft picks but they have. But, Dave, <laughs> speaking of receiving duos, bro, maybe the yeah. best one in the league is now in Cleveland, Ohio. This one unbelievable a shocker as well. Yeah, Odell Beckham uh, Jr. getting traded after signing uh, a big, big contract to the Giants uh, last offseason. Uh, and they get back to him, in their minds, two first-rounders and a third-rounder because they're looking at Joe Burrow Peppers. He was a first-rounder. so And they get, obviously, a first and a third um, in addition to the player. Um, certainly taking a financial loss, just like the Steelers did, to get OB, OBJ out the door, though, at this point. And uh, they, they think of it as a, a Addition by subtraction, I'm guessing. Wow, dude. And now you got to wonder, so some of these top stars, uh, the fantasy implications of this. I know Baker Mayfield is licking his chops, oh. dude, at all the offensive weapons around him now. But what do you think some of the numbers might be um, for OBJ and Brown? You still have them as a top couple of receivers in your fantasy I do. draft? No doubt about that. Um, I think that um, Antonio Brown's numbers will go down. He won't get as many targets, I don't think, in um, – 
Oakland as he did in Pittsburgh. They were one of the most pass-happy teams over the last six years where he put up all kinds of great numbers. Uh, I, I expect his numbers to taper off a bit, but still be great. And then uh, I think maybe Odell Beckham might, might even get better numbers with the ascending young quarterback on the other side of Jarvis Landry, who's a huge productivity guy in terms of catches. Uh, Njoku, the running back group that they have. This is going to be a fun offense, and Odell Beckham is going to be very, very exciting to watch in that system. Oh, yeah, Baker Mayfield completely stoked about this. And, dude, I actually think Lev Bell will be right up there as one of the top three or four running backs going off the board, too. Um, Sam Darnold's game is going to improve immensely because all he's got to do is that little dump off to Lev Bell. He's going to be a huge part of the pass and run game, man. He's going to be productive. No doubt about it. And that's that's definitely a player that is going to be um, one of Sam Darnold's best best friends there. Just that little dump off out of the backfield. (laughs) Certainly bolster the numbers, man. Casey, but does that it? Is there anyone left out you know, there Dave in free agency? Is, yeah, the first week and a half is really frantic. There's still a lot of meat on that free agency bone, dude. And one guy out there uh, in Domicon Sioux uh, parlayed a $14 million one deal, uh, one-year deal for the Rams last year, got to the Super Bowl. He's kind of waiting for um, his spot. I think that you know we'll find out if he wants to go to a winner or just wants to get paid again. There's been a lot of talk. Magic and mm-hmm. Cowboys, I don't think that's going to happen at all. They've made some smaller moves from guys you haven't heard of. Um, and we got to save all our money, dude. They, they put the franchise tag on them. Marcus Lawrence not too happy about that. they got to come together and get this right. deal done. Still plenty of time, but he's holding up on that shoulder surgery. So I think the sooner the better, get that deal done, make him happy, get him under the knife, and get ready for the new season, dude. But there are uh, plenty of other players out there as well. Yeah, without a doubt, Zianta, another one on the defensive side. Trey Boston, uh, still a, a serviceable uh, safety. Eric Berry, um, I guess maybe health concerns or age concerns with him. Um, uh, Jared Cook, tight end, is another guy that's bounced around, but he's put up big numbers. Um, and then at running back, you've got uh, Yeldon, uh, Ajaye, and Spencer Ware, all guys that uh, have been put up uh, in the NFL. So there are... A, a number of dudes out there that, um, you know, the big spending and uh, all of that sort of fireworks have gone off now, and these guys are still out there. So um, I'm sure behind the scenes teams are trying to find out where the value uh, meets the the, um, the productivity yeah, for these guys, and we'll see Justin where Houston they land. And Jamie Collins still out there at uh, linebacker, dude. And, uh, you know, some of these receivers yeah. are a little bit on the aging side, but, you know, Jordy Nelson, Chris Hogan, Michael Crabtree, man, a lot of a lot of players still out there. It'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see how this uh, plays as a uh, free agency. Not carried. to mention uh, Goskowski, you know, I mean, guy that's been very productive at kicker, but we'll see if he my, finds uh, it home. My advice to him, just take a little less money and stay put there in New England. Uh, you know, Super Bowls every other <laughs> year. Things, things work out pretty well there, right? <laughs> Kick a lot of... Uh, less pressure uh, around the kicker there, maybe. Okay, Dave, the, the guy that kind of got this going um, uh, in the free agent uh, area at quarterback was Joe yeah. Flacco. He's got a new home, and it's a mile high, bro. Wow, no kidding. Um, and, you know, obviously he was, um, at, you know, the the odd man out there uh, with, the, with the young quarterback, Jackson, succeeding there, and uh, Flacco's time had to come. But, of course, he's just peaking according to John Elway, Casey, that um, that he is now in his mid-30s there. But, uh, yeah, he's going to replace Case Keenum for the Broncos. That pushed Keenum out the door. Keenum now goes to Washington. And, uh, obviously, Alex Smith, with the significant injury, uh, looks like he'll have to sit out this year, maybe 
even more. So a lot of dominoes starting to fall. Dave, there. another um, Super Bowl MVP that was on the move was Nick Foles. Finally got out of Philly. <laughs> he went down to Jacksonville to replace Blake Bortles, who was signed by the Rams to be the backup there. But I like this move for Foles. We talked about it a couple years ago when Calais Campbell <laughs> came over from the Cardinals, kind of uh, solidified yeah. that defense with a huge veteran presence. I think yep. Nick Foles can do that for that offense over there. There's a ton of weapons for him at his disposal. and put him yeah. in there. I think he's a Coughlin kind of guy, and I think um, that's going to be a great fit for him. I think he fits the formula perfectly in the sense that you're right. He can be that locker room glue, glue because he is a really, really good guy and a nice teammate. Everybody uh, has has reported that. But he also, unlike Blake Bortles, he knows how to just manage the situation and not make the the, the catastrophic error. And I think that's going to be another huge element. That's a Coughlin kind of a attribute. You know, a, a team's going to play good defense, run the football well, and make some timely plays at quarterback, not give the game away like Blake Bortles did. And dude, Ryan Fitzpatrick on his. 42nd NFL team. Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> Slight <laughs> Almost, exaggeration. But eight, so he's, ma- he's making the rounds. He's yeah. run through a couple of divisions. He's down to mm-hmm. Miami. Um, he's a nice uh, stopgap there until they figure out what's going on. But that meant they yeah. moved Ryan Tannehill, dude. He went up the street. Now he is the backup for Marcus Mariota in Tennessee. Yeah. I think that's a that's a good pickup for uh, Tennessee and Tannehill. Uh, you know, has been there. Mariota has been a little injury prone, as has tennis, uh, Tannehill. So between the two of them, they should get a full season for sure. And then you look at Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, how many times? It's like Fitz magic just to be still in the NFL. But this Harvard graduate knows what he's doing, and he always seems to stick around. That team's sort of seems like to me the team that's most likely to really need a quarterback of the future. Uh, and obviously Fitzpatrick is not that. So um, he's, like you said, a nice stop, stop gap, gap who can get some productivity And he's there. got that sweet-ass beard. <laughs> the beard. <laughs> the beard is it's pretty amazing, Casey. But as long as we're on the subject of uh, quarterbacks and quarterbacks coming in and quarterbacks going out and the next quarterback, um, how about this interesting controversy at the top of the draft, Casey, with um, the Arizona Cardinals with the first pick and having spent a first rounder and a third and a fifth last year on Josh Rosen out of UCLA, a very polished passer, and now... The, the the possibility that with their new head coach, they're going after your guy, the Oklahoma kid, the Heisman Trophy winner, Kyler Murray. This is fun. Yeah, one. dude. It's, um, you thought it a few months ago during the, the college season when Kingsbury was like, oh, if I had the first pick, I'm taking Kyler Murray. That's back <laughs> when he was Texas Tech's football coach, dude. He got fired, yeah. went on to SC, got out of that contract, and now he is the head coach, like you mentioned, at Arizona. They got him there to be the uh, quarterback whisperer, which we thought was going to be for Rosen, but um, yep. hmm. you know, we'll see how much real interest is in Kyler Murray. I think so. He uh, R- Cardinal Brass was in Norman yesterday talking to Murray, yep. and uh, I watched every game this guy played at Oklahoma. He can make all the throws. He's electric back there. He's a great leader, unless you ask Charlie Casserly. Um, yeah. Tremendous skill set there. Can make plays from all over the field can run maybe the fastest guy on the field doesn't take the big hit that's where that um baseball background really comes in handy learn how to slide under that but like you mentioned dude these cardinals gave up a ton to get rosen last year but who knows what the hell is going on with arizona they fired the coach after one year people moving in and Mm -hmm. out so this is a toss-up but i love the electricity that 
Kyler Murray brings to the field. Yeah, and I think Kime is at the at the helm there, and he was the guy that pulled the trigger last year. And so it would any way you slice it, whether they can, uh, if they really are smitten with this uh, this young quarterback Kyler Murray, then they can get him obviously. And then what what can they get back um, for their investment in Rosen? That's the big question. If they could get back a first rounder um, or even a first rounder next year or a second rounder this year, then I think that 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 really does put that into play. But any way you slice. They want to up that value yeah. for that pick. They want every other team that wants Kyler Murray or Haskins um, or one of these top quarterbacks to know that that if they really want their guy, you got to go to Arizona and make the trade with Arizona. So they can, they, you know, they have plenty of holes. If they can go back a handful of spots and get some extra p- picks and stay with Rosen, uh, then that then that's a certainly a viable um, plan of action moving forward for the Arizona yeah, Cardinals. You know who is uh, completely stoked about that is San Francisco sitting right there to get your guys' little brother. Uh, Nick Bosa, that'd be a nice little fall of them. And number two, and we got a handful of teams, like you said, might have to trade a bunch of picks to get up there for that number one pick. And uh, the Oakland Brass says they love Derek Carr, but I know they have a lot of picks. They could move up just a few spots, and, uh, you know, you never know at this point. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, I think the the New York Giants um, are going one more year with Eli, but they have to have an heir apparent in there somewhere at some point in time. Washington also looks like a team that might be interested in acquiring a young, new, talented quarterback. We mentioned the Cardinals, of course. The Dolphins Ooh. is one that just jumps out at me with Ryan Fitzpatrick as their starter right now. <clears throat> Even New England, they have invested in the past in quarterbacks pretty high up there. They don't have any of those guys really on the roster now. They have a uh, an older quarterback that will never stop playing apparently uh, but behind him no future you know younger quarterback developing there and Denver they played a quarterback roulette game every offseason so even though they've got Flacco in there uh, maybe they would look, be looking at a quarterback yeah, as well those Patriots have I think 12 <laughs> draft picks in this draft coming they up, always so. do yeah. yeah they always, they always do. get the extra handful and Dave we're gonna find out it's just a little over a month away, but um, from now until then, it's all misinformation and it's all lies, my yeah. friend. All lies. <laughs> Lying season has begun, so it's going to be really exciting to see how these teams position themselves. And obviously, if anything happens before draft day itself, in terms of teams wanting to jump up there and get and to Nashville the top, getting a chance to host this draft, man, you know um, there's going to be something special there. It is going to be a lot of fun, Dave. I cannot wait, bro. No doubt about it. We're going to give uh, a ton of draft coverage to the people, Casey. Uh, So, folks, make sure you stay locked on with Football Radio Show. And that is going to do it. So many ways, though, to check out Football Radio Show. Subscribe on our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Or just go to footballradioshow.com and get it all right there. Uh, That is it. He's Casey. I'm Dave. We are the Football Dudes. And that is it for this episode of the Trend Zone. We are out of here.